Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 66. You don't need to be a bitch to be a boss. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor and happy endings among my friends and social circles and I want to know why each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king socialite or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today pitfalls to steer clear from and how to find the finest fish in the sea get ready set go hey everybody Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today I'm going to be doing a little solo episode for you, but I have a very exciting announcement. If you just stay tuned in and listen to my rant <laughs> for just a bit, um, it'll be worth your while, I assure, because we have a huge announcement to make, um, all of us at the Race for the Ring, all of us by by means of me and my assistant and producer summary and my amazing editor Sam. So that said, um, today we're going to talk a little bit about kind of leaning into yourself and embracing being single, right? So as I'm recording this, it is right before Memorial Day weekend. And I hope everybody is already starting to enjoy their holiday. It's Thursday. Um, I typically record these shows the week before they run, um, in most cases, just to give everybody a frame of reference of when I'm doing this. So at any rate, this weekend is a long one, and here on the East Coast where I am, it's the weather is really crummy. It's not going to be a very nice weekend at, le- at the least, um, in the least, I should say. Can't even talk today. Clearly need more coffee. So anyway, um, I uh, have some plans uh, regardless. I have a very very amazing um, celebration for my niece, Jordan. She is having her bat mitzvah finally on Saturday. She should have had it last year, according to Jewish law. Um, but because of the pandemic, it was postponed, which is a little unique because in the sense that 
my daughter is a year younger than her and her name is Ariel. And she had her bat mitzvah before my niece's bat mitzvah, which my niece is obviously a year ahead of her. So that was a little weird for the girls, but anyway, it's really exciting and that'll be an amazing day. Um, and then after that, my intention was to really go to the Jersey shore and do something fun down there. If the weather was permitting, um, with some friends. Um, and if it was going to be chilly, I never in my mind envisioned it was going to rain. I was planning to go to New York and do some fun things there, but the weather on the East coast is basically a, a wet mess to say the least. And my, I mean, I have a dinner with a few friends, so that'll be kind of cool, but otherwise I really don't have a lot of plans and I have no one to hang out with, like, because I'm single, like I have friends, but I mean like a guy to like snuggle in and just kind of watch Netflix and chill together and maybe even drink and get drunk and just have fun because there's no work for three days. Um, but that's not happening. (laughs) So I wanted to basically kind of share with you a little bit about the perks of being single and just empowering yourself because I definitely, well, I'm kind of joking about the fact I'm single, definitely lean into that. Um, while I really do, and I'm very vocal about it, want a relationship and, um, you know, would be interested in, you know, being in a one-on-one situation and not dating multiple people. Like I sort of am at the moment. I, um, I, I'm not in a a rush to just get in a relationship. I has to be with the right person. They have to be dynamic. They have to bring something to my life that betters my life. Um, and until that time, I am very happy being single. So I wanted to share with you a few perks about, embracing singledom. And then I will get into why the title of the show is what it is, right? So first of all, being single gives you the space to think. And all of these topics are, they have science behind it. So these aren't things I'm just like kind of whipping out of the air. Um, you know, um, basically due to the fact that a lot of us who are indeed single, whether you've been married or not, you've been in a relationship that obviously didn't work out because you're single, right? And so the, the likelihood is high that at one point you may have been hurt by your partner or multiple partners. Um, and in my case, I have to say, like, I wasn't really, I mean, there's a few relationships I definitely can think of that I was significantly hurt in, but, um, overall they just, you know, weren't fits and stuff and breakups are breakups and they're difficult regardless of the circumstances. But I have to say, I'm very good friends with a lot of my exes. Um, not all of them, but the majority of them, I, I am. In fact, this weekend I'm going to dinner with one, um, who's, you know, very good friend. So if you do take the time to be single, science shows that um, the time will work as a healer as opposed to using somebody else, um, like another relationship, so to speak, as um, sort of a buffer for the pain. And um, you'll learn to let go of your past. Like I do have a girlfriend who had a very big issue with this because she was in a relationship. She moved to a new city and she was in a relationship not immediately um, when she arrived, but soon after. And so all of her memories from being in that city were with this other person and they were together for a pretty significant amount of time. And then they broke up and then she was kind of struggling with the fact that everywhere she went, it reminded her of this guy and um, basically decided that she was going to make her own memories. So that's really important for you to keep in mind also 
money is basically, I guess, better used, better saved. Overall, you're better with money when you're single. So while I am not dumb with money, I'm actually smart with it. I have, you know, retirement savings. I've had pretty much my whole working career and been very aggressive with it since starting my own company. Um, I invested in commercial property for MBM Associates and variety of things. I like equity and a couple different things because I'm trying to be intelligent now that I'm single, especially. Um, that said, I um, those of you who know me and those of you who just may follow me on Instagram know that I have a, you know, flair for high ticket price fashion, you know, and it's not just clothes, it's shoes, bags, jewelry, um, outerwear, <laughs> Um, not really a car person, but I am in PR, as I mentioned, so image is important. So I am going to be moving into a new car in the near future that a lot of people would probably deem as expensive, and they might be right. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, I work really hard, and I know all of you do too, I'm sure. And so my philosophy is, as long as you save and you're smart and you're not frivolous, um, at least for me, I will always be able to make more money because I know I'm talented and I'm aggressive and that's just what I do. So why not enjoy it? Um, also being single, this is a good segue, um, means that you do better at work. Single people, according to research, um, are more likely to value meaningful work. I guess that's because you know, they, they're able to focus a little bit more because they have less responsibilities at home in most cases. Um, they don't have to worry about maintaining a relationship, perhaps children, and putting in more effort um, into that. And they can focus predominantly um, or solely um, onto their career, into their career, I should say. And being more, uh, the ability is stronger that they're able to take trips for work, not just, you know, obviously vacations and such. Um, they're able to travel alone for longer periods of time and things like that because they don't feel badly to leave a partner back home. So I think that's compelling. Um, now, this this uh, number, this uh, finding is basically something that I think can go both ways, that being alone can be less stressful. And by that, they the study is basically indicating that people – um, who are single don't have to worry about pleasing others as much and have feeling pressure from a relationship to compromise and things like that. They can just sort of go about their life and do what they want. And so and for the most part, I mean, obviously we all have parents and, you know, friends that we want to accommodate and things like that, but they're just talking about like someone who you're obviously in a partnership with. Um, so, but, but I do think being single can also be stressful because you don't have anyone to help you with things. Like when things go go awry. I mean, you have friends and family, but it's not the same as leaning on a partner that is madly in love with you and, you know, would move the earth to make you happy and things like that. Um, singles, number seven, can definitely be more self-sufficient. I have always been independent because I lived far away from my family when I was younger in news, not college. I mean, that too, but more so when I was in TV news, um, I lived like very, very far. I was living in Louisiana. I was living in Illinois. Um, definitely plane rides away from being home. And actually, in college, I lived in Israel. I've mentioned this before on the show. Um, I lived there for six months during a semester at Hofstra my junior year. And, 
you know, this was a time when the email wasn't really there. I mean, it was there, but just starting. So I really couldn't communicate that way at all. Um, and you know, we would rely on snail mail. And so I would get like a letter a week from my mom and dad. Cause it took like about like seven to 10 days to get to Israel from the United States. And I spoke to them on the phone once a week because it was, well, before cell phones is obviously now I probably would have been able to get some sort of international plan. But back then I was calling them collect from a payphone. So, you know, it was like a really, really expensive call. And we talked for maybe, I don't know, five minutes and it was once a week. So I was literally on my own across the world to kind of figure things out. I lived um, off campus and I didn't, you know, live on the, you know, on campus at the University of Tel Aviv. I lived in another town that I had to take a bus and commute and speak the language and all of that was really hard. But anyway, that gave me a lot of wings and strength. And I think just being single in general, um, as, as we all are who are listening that are single in adulthood really, you know, makes you more self-sufficient. Um, you know, in the past, um, I have relied and I now kind of lean on like my guy friends or whatever to help me because I'm still not that knowledgeable in these areas. But like when things go wrong with my car, I mean, obviously I'll take it to like a body shop or something, but like if I'm not sure if it's something that needs to be fixed or something that I should be able to do myself, like I'll ask for some help. Um, I do find it to be stressful when I'm dealing with having to carry heavy things. Thankfully I have a good relationship with my ex-husband because he's sort of like my go-to for that kind of stuff. And um, I appreciate his kindness in that way. And also it's, it's hard when you're sick because um, it's nice to have someone to take care of you when you're not feeling well. I think I have a nurturing motherly like side to me and I always am the one to step up when someone's ill and bring them soup or just kind of like mother them and like baby them. And, you know, it's funny when I was married, that was always like what I would do to my ex-husband. And he was one that just liked to be kind of left alone and just kind of like hibernate when he's sick. And I was always like, Oh, let me help you. <laughs> so anyway, um, okay. So that brings me to my big announcement and I'm going to make this, try to make this transition. So another perk of being single is buying things for yourself as going back to the money um, category. And I think that um, that um, when you're when you're able to do that, you're empowered. While it's always awesome to get a gift, especially from a guy or your partner, whoever you're dating, obviously, um, it's sentimental and, you know, I have everything pretty much that anybody's ever given me, even like really little things like stuffed animals. I keep them even obviously I'm not with them anymore, but they've all meant something to me. And I think that it's really sweet when someone thinks of you. Um, I've said this before. There's nothing more than I love than getting flowers sent, or certainly jewelry is very sentimental when it's, you know, you're in a more serious situation with someone. But anyway, back to this. So I think that buying myself a present, not just shopping and buying things. I'm talking about when it's an occasion. Like I bought myself something for Mother's Day. I bought something for my birthday. I got myself something for Valentine's Day. I think that it really empowers you. And I want to spread the wealth literally with all of you. So back to the title of the show, you don't need to be a bitch to be a boss. I wrote a book, a second book. My first book was called Intermission, um, How Fervor, Friendships, and Faith Took Me to the Second Act. And that is still available for sale on Amazon. So if you haven't read it, I I encourage you to read that because I share a lot about my divorce um, and heartache that I, I've encountered after divorce and overcoming that and also leaning into 
the universe and um, lots of different things that I learned along the way of getting divorced. This book is really more geared towards women um, empowerment and also leaning on yourself and being a good person and erring towards kindness as opposed to fear when you're at work, whether you own a company like I do or you, you know, are a member of a team. It doesn't really matter what your role is and in, in what your occupation is. We can all choose to be nice to get what we want or we can choose to be mean to get what we want and be pushy and be, you know, um, bitchy, basically. That's why I call the book what it is. So I have this book coming out on October 26th, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it. I mean, a lot of different ways, not so, so much on my on my podcast, because I don't want to use you as um, basically a commercial, you know, for me. But um, but I do believe in this book. And I, my, the only reason I wrote the book, the first book is to help other people from the lessons that I learned going through my hard time of romance. The second book is basically to kind of share um, my insight and how I run my business, because I've been complimented you know, um, with awards and things, um, over time about how I do that. And I want to be able to kind of leave my mark and encourage others to do the same. Um, so it's really good because I share like how I worked for some mean people and what I learned from that and stuff like that. But anyway, I'll, I'll be posting a lot about it on my Instagram most, mostly. And like I'm doing a lot of different marketing things. And as the book's getting ready to come out, probably press and certainly book tours and stuff. So if you are able to attend any of that, I'd love to meet you guys in person. That would be so thrilling for me. But Starting today, literally today, um, um, after this episode, we're going to be launching this massive giveaway. Um, and basically, the prize is a diamond ring. You heard me right. A diamond ring. A real diamond ring. Gold diamonds. Okay? So, um, the show is obviously called Race for the Ring. We have an amazing jewelry sponsor, Furco's Fine Jewelry. So, um, the are not gifted to me from Furco Sound Jewelry. I actually purchased these for Furco Sound Jewelry for you. So here's how you're going to win the diamond ring, or you can enter to win the diamond ring, okay? And there are going to be a series of four. So we have three diamond rings to give away, and then one special prize at the very end, right before the book comes out, okay? And there'll be all different rules for them and stuff like that. So really get in now, if you can, because um, this is, should go very, very fast, and I'm going to go through all the rules right this second, and they're also noted in the show notes. Okay, so number one. Follow Race for the Ring podcast. That's the Instagram for this show, the Race for the Ring. And the handle is simply at Race for the Ring podcast. Then you need to follow me on my Instagram. And my Instagram is at Mindy.Barnett. And Mindy, if you don't know, is spelled oddly. It's M-I-N-D-I-E. So it's at Mindy.Barnett. Okay. Then... On both of those pages, the both of those Instagram pages, you're going to like the post about this contest, okay? Then you need to tag three people. This is like an obstacle course, everybody. I didn't make these rules up, by the way. Then <laughs> you need to pre-order my book, my second book. You don't need to be a bitch to be a boss. That's going to be worth your while, and it's paperback, so it's not a big investment. And I don't make any money from it anyway, but it's just I really want you to read it because it's a really good book. And it uses a lot of really good stories in there that it's, it kind of reads like a novel like my other book did, but it's 
it's a motivational book. Then you're going to take a screenshot of that you don't need to be a bitch to be a boss receipt, quote unquote, that you might see on Amazon. It's going to be available in stores, but right now just do, the, do it on Amazon. And you're going to DM the receipt to the at Race for the Ring podcast Instagram, like message, you know, in the messages. Then um, we want you to share your story and tag race for the ring so we're gonna uh, not your story the story there'll be a story that we're also going to be posting um on the race for the ring and my you just do one or the other share it in your in your feed then we're going to be basically picking a winner at random so there's the after we reach 500 new followers um on either platform it doesn't matter i mean hopefully both because you have to do them both to, to obviously win and get entered so that's the story with that. So if the book is well worth it, you can win a amazing, an amazing diamond ring. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I handpicked it myself. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll get this contest wrapped up very quickly, pick our winner and move on to the contest number two. They're all geared towards the book because I really want, um, you know, you all to enjoy the book. The book is a prize in itself. I have to say, I'm really, really proud of it. I can't wait for it to come out. So that's my update and my inspiration to share. And um, that's that's that. So go right to it. Hurry up. Enroll in this contest. And I hope to hear from all of you on the DMs on Race for the Ring soon. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned business is best known for their handcrafted statement pieces, engagement rings, and fashion finds. Visit them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry and make them your go-to when shopping for a special gift for a loved one, friend, or for yourself. Race for your ring and use special code MINDY15 at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.